You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysreadingcouch.com, and... We're getting there. We're at the final two of our top five most important Blue Jays of 2020. And I'm going to get it in before New Year's. That is what I'm doing right now. So I'm feeling very proud of myself that I set a goal of getting these episodes out and I'm going to make it happen. So that's... That's better than I've been doing lately. So, you know, you you take the little victories where you get them, I guess. Especially in 2020. If nothing else, 2020 taught us to take whatever small victories we can get in a year that was relatively bereft of them. So, that's what we're doing here. And I will say, the number two choice on this list of most important Blue Jays of 2020 definitely took the victories where he could get them. And I will say the Blue Jays did not make it easy. Um, sometimes it seemed like they were just banking on him to shut out the opposing team. Um, but he did something very important for the Blue Jays this season. And we're going to be talking about that in this episode. Um, our number two Blue Jay of the year on a scale of most importance to what was accomplished in 2020 is Hyun Ryu. And I don't, I don't think that's a big shock. I mean, maybe shocking that he's at number two. Maybe it's just because it rhymes. Am I that basic? No. But there was a a big incentive for the Blue Jays to have Hyunjin Ryu have the season he had. And not just on the field. I mean, when Toronto officially signed him uh, in late December of 2019... You know, it sent shockwaves through the community. Not only were the Blue Jays now thought of as an attractive place for top free agent players to come. Because, like, Hyunjin Ryu was, like, second or third and most attractive pitchers of the offseason last year. Behind Garrett Cole, obviously. But the Blue Jays did not delude themselves into thinking they had a shot at Garrett Cole. So landing Hyunjin Ryu... Biggest free agent splash the Blue Jays had made since signing Russell Martin to a five-year deal. So there was a lot of pressure on Ryu. Not only to, you know, maintain his value and, and what he was able to do on an everyday basis, but also justify this new era that the Blue Jays were moving into because... Being a team that suddenly started spending a bunch of money, Blue Jays fans have been a little gun-shy about that in the past. I mean, yeah, the Russell Martin signing worked out. 
but uh, I remember the eras of AJ Burnett and BJ Ryan and, uh, you know, signing those those kind of pitchers to these long-term deals and then watching them give nothing. And, you know, that's always the calculated risk you have to take with these free agents and just making sure that, you know, you're getting someone who can maintain their value at that point of free agency. And there were question marks for Rio. I mean... He was 32, or going to be 32 at the start of the season. No, sorry. He was 32. I'm not mathing right. But, you know, he's going to be 33 at the start of the season. And yeah, pitchers have a later prime than batters, but, you know, you still had to make sure that Ryu was going to be that guy that could be an ace on a team that desperately needed an ace. And for the most part, Hyunjin Ryu was able to deliver. In 12 starts in the regular season, he was 5-2 with a 2.69 ERA. And if you think that's a little bit bloated, his fielding independent pitching was 3.01. So... Very much effective without the help of his defense, which, let's face it, was a bit subpar. Um, 67 innings uh, gave up 20 earned runs. 72 strikeouts, 17 walks. So pretty good, pretty efficient, pretty reliable that he was going to go out there and at least give the Blue Jays a chance. He only really had... um, I think it was the one bad start during a regular season. Um, sorry, there were two. I knew the Yankees won. I forgot about the the Nationals won back in July, uh, where he got ripped for nine hits and four and a third. That's when you saw panic. That that was the uh, that was the warning signs. But he settled down after that. Only gave up three earned runs in the month of August. So that'll set you back straight in a hurry. Um, and closed out the season with his longest start. Seven innings against the Yankees, giving up just five hits and two walks, striking out four. And he became the first pitcher who the Blue Jays have been able to say in a long time. You could throw out there confidently and be like, he he by himself gives us a chance to win every, every start. They haven't had that um, you can make the argument for Marcus Stroman, but I go back more. I'm not going to go back as far as Roy Halladay, but, you know, a guy like Mark Burley, who you could point to and like, Mark Burley's on the mound. We have a chance because he's there. Hyunjin Ryu was like, he's, he's there. He's going to give us a shot. And again, for a team that threw out so many useless starting pitchers, over the previous two seasons. It it was a needed shot in the arm for that rotation. A needed boost for for just any level of consistency. I mean, before this season, we were grasping, like, is Matt Shoemaker our ace? And no, he shouldn't be anyone's ace. He's a good pitcher, but he should not be an ace 
at all. So, yeah, the um, the thing about Ryu uh, that is a little worrying, and it, it wouldn't be all sunshine and rainbows. Otherwise, you know, he'd be. I wouldn't say he'd be number one, because when you hear my number one pick, it's going to be like, well, he's definitely not Sunshine and Rainbows, but the only thing that is a little worrying is that adjustment Ryu had to make in regards to the strike zone. Um, in his first four starts as a Blue Jay, he walked nine batters. In 29 starts in 2019, he walked 24. So already at a third of his tally in one-seventh of the games. Now his control did get a little better. Um, didn't walk more than two batters in a start for the rest of the season. But for a guy whose dominance is predicated on control and being able to get that soft contact, that's the thing that starts to worry you a bit about Ryu when he starts letting those those runners get on base and teams can start trying to tampa him. Soft contact is a good thing when you're trying to move runners around the base path. So when you give up these leadoff walks and then you're a contact pitcher, you know, all it takes is one misplay by your defense, one seeing eye ground ball, and there's a run that could have been prevented. So... That'll probably be the biggest thing to watch with Ryu next year. And I'm I'm going to talk a little more about next year because that's what I've been doing. I've been kind of going back and forth. Um, comparing last year to what it brings forward this year. And I say this year like it's 2021 now, but... I mean, come on, can you forgive me for wanting to get rid of 2020 already? It's not doing anything for us, so. I I think that's the way to do it. And, you know, if you're a gambler, if you want to bet on sports, the way to do it is to go to betonline.ag. Newest sponsor of the podcast gives you options on whatever sport you can think of. You want to bet on the New Year's Day Bulls in college football? Go for it. I have no idea who's going to win. I have no idea who's playing or if they can actually field a team. But you can definitely bet on that. You can bet on darts. You can bet on, like, MMA. You can bet on cricket. Whatever floats your boat. You can get in on the action at betonline.ag. You just sign up for a free account and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, what is Hyunjin Ryu going to mean going forward? For the Blue Jays. Obviously, they're going to want him to continue to pitch at a Cy Young level. And pitch at a, at a guy who gets MVP votes kind of level. That is what they're paying him $20 million a year for. But more importantly, 
and this is going to run very nicely in tandem with the number one selection for the top five. Ryu just needs to be not that beacon of consistency, especially as the Blue Jays start to bring some of these younger arms, it looks like, because, um, you know, they re-signed Robbie Ray. That makes three, potentially, in the rotation. And then, you know, you have a lot of guys you're working through at the back end. Is Tom Hatch going to be stretched out? Is Julian Merriweather going to be stretched out? Is TJ Zoit going to get a shot to earn a rotation spot? What signings are out there that the Blue Jays can make to try and fortify this rotation? Can they bring Taiwan Walker back? Can they maybe trade for a Sonny Gray or a Luis Castillo? There, there are still so many question marks. So Ryu needs to be that rock. He needs to be that steady presence in the clubhouse, in, in the bullpen. And just maintain that level. And I don't know how he's feeling after... You know, apparently Toronto got very close to signing his countryman, Ha Sung Kim. And then watching him go to San Diego, I don't know, you know, how that plays in. But given what I've seen of Ryu, I expect nothing but professionalism. I expect him to maintain that composure. And hopefully I expect him to pitch 25 games, at least for Toronto this season. I'm not, I'm not going to be greedy. Injuries happen. You know, guys need to sit due to lap streams or whatever. But if he can give, you know, 25, 26 starts and and get the Blue Jays into the playoffs, where now they have a bit more experience, even if some of that experience was watching Hyunjin Ryu just get teed off by Tampa Bay, which, I mean, yeah, what could you do about that? At least they don't have to face Hunter Renfro on the Rays, because... He, he got cut and I believe signed with Boston. So, you know, Boston's not making the playoffs. They don't have to worry about the random Hunter Renfro Grand Slam burning him the way it did um, when he connected off Ryu in 2020. But I'm not going to lie. That, that was a pretty bad taste to leave. In the mouths of Blue Jays fans. So there is a little bit that Ryu has to prove coming back. He has to he has to prove that was an aberration. And yeah, you know, the errors did not help. Um, you know, Bo Bichette did not have a very good game in the playoffs. Part of why, again, he did not make this list. But if he can put that behind him, if he can go back out there and just, again, be... The steady presence. That will be the key for his success for the Blue Jays next season. And yeah, he may drop off a little bit, but that's still pretty good. That's still better than a lot of pitchers in the league. So I'll take a little bit of a drop. Um, You know, it won't be until I start seeing, you know, that exit velocity start creep up. I start seeing guys get harder contact on Ryu. You know, it did creep up a little bit. The exit velocity against him was 87 miles per hour this season. It's his highest since 2017. But as long as he can, you know, stay relatively within that range, if he can cut back on the walks a little bit, 
Maybe get a little luckier on balls in play. Maybe the defense will be better. That's a thought. And then I think Ryu has a very good chance of repeating next year. And that'll keep the Blue Jays in a very good spot. Hopefully the number one choice for most important Blue Jay of 2020 will help with that. And if you want to make sure you don't miss that episode to find out who the number one most important Blue Jay for 2020 is, um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays, and you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but it lets me vent a little bit, which is, is a good thing, I think, I hope. Anyway, y'all have been really supportive, so I appreciate that, and... As thanks, I'm going to come back with this number one episode for you before the night is done. So, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrindacouch.com, I'm E.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.